Hey, welcome back to 88.7 FM, WLUW, Chicago Sound Alliance, broadcasting from the beautiful campus of Loyola University. I'm Weekend Gabe, holding down your Thursday night right here on Radio 1 Chicago. Don't forget to follow us on the social medias at Radio 1 Chicago and visit us at Radio1Chicago.com. Joining us now, a quadruple group, but only a trio has arrived, but... We shall not judge. A uh, joins us now here on eighty-eight seven FM. The group Ovef Al, which consists of Maritez, Maritez, damn it, uh, Velasquez, uh, Sarah Bronstein, and Kyla Denham. How are you guys doing? Great, doing really good. I'm gonna butcher this all night. I'm just gonna. I'm. Tr- I'm trying. It's okay. Call her M. Let's do that. Yeah. How are you guys doing? We're awesome. Good. Uh, one of you guys hiked from the Sears Tower all the way over here. Mm-hmm. You are that. a real champion. <laughs> I, I wanted the workout. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like that. I used to chase steps all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's the longest distance I can go? And then like, oh, that's 5,000 steps. I can do that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have to worry about the rest of the day. Yeah, I just sat at a desk all day. So that, Oh, you got, got one of those jobs. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, that, yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> what's not a bummer is you guys joining us here. Uh, you guys got the new EP out, Crash the Party just released this month how you guys feel about that yeah very excited it's been a long time coming um we started working and recording these songs almost two years ago Mm -hmm. sure and it just took like a whole year to get it mixed and mastered to the way we liked it Mm -hmm. um and then we were fortunate enough to also figure out how to put it out on vinyl and cassette oh wow what was the delay for getting the press on vinyl i hear it's up to like a year sometimes to get something oh. laid no it's just a couple months oh yeah, okay actually it was really fast <laughs> but i think that's because we got to work with smash plastic okay and they were able to push it through quickly yeah we've had a uh, guest come in and like oh yeah i've had to delay my album six months because that was the earliest i can get and sometimes they press on 45s so maybe mm-hmm. that's more specific but i don't know yeah it kind of is yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to get into the details of the journey too much but yeah the delay was on ourselves for just sitting on the music for a little while. Yeah. Can you tell like tell people who like they're like, well, it's only four songs. Why did it take so long? Because now we live in this era of everything's instantaneous, microwave music, right? So like, talk about like you guys working and preparing this, these songs for release, and it took this long. Like, how much preparation? How much uh, refining did did went into these songs? I mean, it. it took us only a year to write these four songs. I think that's about our average output <laughs> at this point. But um, I mean, the thing that's challenging about putting out more music all at once is having enough money and time to afford sure. going into the studio. Absolutely. And so we initially decided to record and just do the four songs and with the idea that maybe, you know, we'd shop it around and see if we can get more money to then record like a full length and combine the four songs with more music we were working at the time. But then because it had just taken so long for us to mix and master it and be happy. Well, we were just like very particular about what we wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, And we think it turned out great. But by then it had been almost another year and we're like, let's just put it out as is, you know. (laughs) It's never going to come out. Yeah. We keep sitting and waiting. Right. What what about that? Like I always, uh, I love asking artists about the like when it's done and when you guys start planning to release it. Like, what is that like? Because that's like a whole separate process of the music, you know, business and mm-hmm. being an artist. Because now you guys are done with the creative part of it, but now how do you introduce it to the world? Like, what is that feeling like? Well, we also wanted to create like a full package, like with the album artwork 
something that kind of fit with the music as well. So that was a whole other yeah. element. The presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, what did you guys end up landing on? Because I, I, I look at the, some of the artwork. It looks really great from mm-hmm. the uh, from your guys' band camp. Yeah, it's um the artwork is by our friend Tim Breen, and um, he he's done some work for us before, and he actually did like the the band that we were before this, me Jane. He worked with us then too, and um, he just does really awesome kind of like abstract mixed media artwork. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of like fit the vibe we were going for. You guys kind of live in the abstract though a little bit, don't you think? As far as like the, uh, we were talking a little bit about like the, how you guys arrived at the name, but like if mm-hmm. you look at some of the, the previous artwork, mm-hmm. it's kind of like your own interpretation of what it may be or what you guys are at least implying. Yeah, I guess. I, like, I mean, I like how that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Whatever you said. But I mean, um, you know, like our logo it that we derived the name OVFL from was a very geometric logo that you know that just mm-hmm. didn't unless you like were told what it was yeah sure. you wouldn't realize that's what it said yeah we've had people ask us if like we went to art school and we haven't but <laughs> not, like, like, conversations like this make sure. me think about that yeah um, so yeah we definitely have like influences from things that are less tangible and concrete and more just interpretations of reality or or making our own reality yeah. So you guys uh, so you guys are all friends. You guys were in a previous group. One of the members left. You guys introduced a new member and restart the, the, the new band or start a new band. Come to this this uh, this name, Osef, uh, Ovef Ow, which is a it. play off an old name. What, what is that like? How do you like hit the reset button on something like especially when you're a musician I, I'm, as someone who's not a musician? Mm-hmm. What is that experience like going into something like let's try again or I don't know reintroduce ourselves. Well, we first discarded all of our old songs. Pretty discarded? Quickly. What, what does that mean? Like we just stopped playing. Them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think our old music was super um, tied to our guitarist. She did a lot of the singing. She came up with like a lot of the initial kernels of ideas for songs that we kind of built those songs around. Um, and so when she left our old project, we just kind of wanted to explore what our sound would be without yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And it I think it showed itself to us pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and we had also moved spaces. We moved practice spaces. We painted the walls. We decorated totally different. Like, everything so, was kind of fresh. So, like, a brand new energy yeah. that you guys were trying to introduce? Yeah, yeah totally. Yep. New chapter, yeah. That makes sense. So, Nick Barnett comes in. Like, what, what can you talk about or say about his inclusion into the group now? Obviously, he's part of the group, but, like, what does he add into it? Yeah, we get to talk about him because he's not here. Well, yeah, let's let's do that. (laughs) He can listen to it later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, Nick is an incredibly talented guitarist. That's a good start. And we, I feel, I definitely feel very lucky that he's part of our band. Right. Um, There's a lot of trust in um, each other and coming up with our own parts um, when we're writing songs. Uh, But with Nick... We definitely give him lots of space to just do as much as he wants. And sometimes, like, I don't even realize, like, how awesome and how insane his parts are until maybe sometimes I practice. I'll actually stand there and pay attention to what he's doing during a song, and I just Mm -hmm. can't believe, like, oh, that's what it is. Mm -hmm, Or I might not even realize what, 
what he's playing until um, I hear the recording. Uh, and it's really cool that uh, it definitely has added a lot to um, our sound. And yeah, mm-hmm. I feel to- like Nick is, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go <laughs> I feel like Nick is uh, like a musician's musician. Like mm. the three of us, we kind of figure out what our parts are and we pretty much stick to those and just want to refine those. And Nick is constantly trying out new things, just like going off into space with a solo. Um, oh, he'll rewrite his part every oh, practice. Every practice, mm-hmm. all the time. And it's just really cool to watch uh, him do that. Yeah. And are you guys able like to feed off that and like re like sort of evaluate like what you're doing like oh wait mm-hmm. I need to go back and fix mine. It yeah, definitely totally. yeah it definitely pushes us yeah. in our own writing too. So I think it's just overall made us all better musicians playing with each other. Nice. We're talking with the band Ovef Owl here on 88.7 FM's Radio One Chicago. Let's get into another song off Crash the Party, your new EP that just dropped this past uh, couple weeks ago, right on February first. So mm-hmm. uh, let's get into Hootie Hottie. What are we going to hear here? Ooh, um, some yelling, some... Ooh, that's a good start. Yeah, yeah. Some dancey, <laughs> dancey, multi-vocalist chorus shouting party. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, well, we're going to be back more here on 88.7 FM. I'm Weekend Gabe, holding down your Thursday night on Radio 1 Chicago.
Hey, that was Hootie Hottie here on 88.7 FM by our in-studio guest, Ovev Al, uh, consisting of Meritas Vasquez, Velasquez, Sarah Bronstein, and Kyla Denham. Nick Barnett uh, was unable to join us, but still, he's in, in good spirits with us. Uh, so, you guys are considered like a surf punk group. Is, is labels important, or is it just more like the feel and vibe of what you guys are doing? The feel and vibe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do get asked a lot, like what kind of music we make. Of course, and, and I don't know. Some I've I've said like the surf rock thing, and uh, a, a coworker of mine who's um, very into music was like, "You're not surf," you know. And I think what he was pointing to was like our newer stuff is less surfy than our old stuff. Oh, and, but we haven't evolved how we talk about it. So yeah, I don't know. Is that a is that sort of more like offensive? You're like, well, no, I feel like it's surf. No, no, he just said it was more psychedelic. Oh, it's hard uh, to pin down. Yeah, yeah. Any, but that's a good thing, band, though. right? Mm-hmm. But we don't want to like um, get into a box. Yeah, exactly. Um, especially with the new music that we're working on now, it feels like we're you know constantly evolving, and maybe we were leaning towards more surfy sounds when we first started. Yeah. You know, two or three years ago. Um, but I think like as we start to write and put out more new music, hopefully that will, you know, start to change. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice to, to not be able to be pigeonholed very well because we get to join really cool, crazy lineups. Mm-hmm. Like we've played, we just played, um, a show that was like the Chicago League of Lady Arm Wrestlers. We were the halftime entertainment. We've played with like heavier, more metal bands. We've played with like poppier bands. So it's just really fun to kind of like, uh, morph into these different genres, I guess. What is one of the crazier events that you've asked, been asked to perform at? I think the ladies arm wrestling was, yeah, definitely up there. What was that like an automatic yes? Like, yeah, we're yeah, do this. yeah, definitely. oh, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure. Well, what uh, so uh, talk about like where did you guys grow up in part of the city? We like to ask our artists, like, kind of like what their connection to Chicago is. Like, I'm from uh, Michigan, so okay, is that what you mean? <laughs> where, we're, where we're from? from? How, how did you find yourself in Chicago? Um, the, I came, I wanted to move to Chicago, so I'm from mm. like the Metro Detroit area and, okay. um, a lot of people kind of migrate to Chicago if you want to live in a big city, but you don't want to be, you know, too far from where you're from. So, exactly. Yeah. What about you, Martez? Well, I can, I'm from Las Vegas. Um, so I was a little hesitant about moving to Chicago. I moved here for work. Mm. Um, definitely a different climate from Las Vegas. Although I hear today they've been getting like a couple of inches of snow, which is pretty crazy. The West Coast, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I've been here for almost uh, over eight years now. So. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So You're I'm, a native now. <laughs> You've been here for a while. Basically. What yeah, about you? So me, I grew up in a small town in Missouri. And then after grad school, I just needed like a little adventure. Sold sure. my car, moved up here. Really? So kind of spur of the moment, very spur of the moment. So, <laughs> but I've been here six years, so getting used to the city life. So you guys come from three different parts of the country. How did you guys end up landing together, finding each other? Mutual friends. Yeah. Friends of friends. Yeah. It was really mutual friends. Um, when I first moved to Chicago, I had been playing in bands since high school, and so mm-hmm. I knew right away that one of the first things I wanted to do was find other musicians to play with, sure. um, especially other women. 
Um, so I just started putting the word out to my roommates and friends and people I met that I was looking for people to play with. And then eventually uh, met Sarah through mutual friends and then Kyla. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I met Maritessa at a house party at her house, but I didn't know her before that. So like a friend brought me and was like, she plays bass, you play drums. Do it. <laughs> it was like an arranged marriage. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And so that was around like 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. Oh, even earlier. End of 2010. It was like, oh, yeah, wow. early it was like right after yeah. I, we moved here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was within the first couple months of moving here. So how long was it before you guys felt comfortable releasing music? <laughs> if we think OFFI was slow at writing, me Jane was even slower. Well, yeah, you, guys are, yeah. you know, you guys are oh, pumping out, uh, you know, the gigantic four songs a year. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, we with me Jane, we put out a full length, and maybe that took like two or three years. So yeah. that's about that sounds about average. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. four songs a year. Even <laughs> one song would change like twenty times. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and these are all records you guys have discarded. Oh, yeah. They live on in our hearts. They do. (laughs) They're important. And on white records, we have boxes of. (laughs) That's hilarious. What would you guys say, like, uh, your, I would say influence, but some of the the music that you guys grew up listening to that made you guys want to be musicians yourselves? Like, how, what artists or sounds help influence the kind of music that you guys make? Um,. We share a lot of the same musical interests. Yeah. Should we just, I don't know. I don't know. Just, I mean, just spot it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess like one big point of reference for us in in OVFL has definitely been the B-52s, mm-hmm. Slater Kenny. Electrolane. Electrolane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of contemporary bands, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always constantly listening and finding new music that we like and share with each other sure. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mothers is another band that Nick was really all about and then um, got us into them. Mm-hmm. So lots of, definitely a lot of like female-driven bands. Got it. Yeah. How do you guys, you were mentioning that you guys kind of all have jobs. You guys are, so this is the passion, that's the hustle. How do you guys are managing to work together find time to work while everyone's schedule is kind of like revolving because I, I know we, we we talk with artists all the time and they're like it's almost impossible but mm-hmm. they manage to do it or they stay late weekends mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. so like what about what how, how are those challenges been maneuvered sometimes we're not all there at once it's just whoever can show up we'll do it and then you just like do your part like punch it in and then hey i did my part you guys can fill it in the rest Oh, just for practice, we, yeah, we just decide to practice without, we can practice with three people, two people, whatever. I mean, for recording, we like to all be there. That that Um, helps. Yeah. 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 I think the biggest thing that's been helpful with writing songs with our different schedules is using the Voice Memos app on iPhone. Oh, yeah. No, that's amazing. Uh, We use it all the time and then send out what we worked on to everyone. And then I don't think, you know, we don't always listen to like, maybe we don't always listen to it, but Mm -hmm. it's been really helpful to have especially if it's been a few practices since Mm. we had visited an idea um so it's always they've been really helpful to have to just go back to yeah nice so you guys are you guys have a busy march coming up so do you guys want to like share some of the dates that people can find you and come out and see and support yeah definitely uh we're gonna be mostly all over logan square in march 
Um, so our next show is March 15th at Caliwaki. Um, and we are playing with, I don't even know how do you say that. <laughs> Strike Nine, Jolly's Clickbait. That's how you say it. I think so. Yeah. That's how okay. I'm going to say it. <laughs> sounds right. It sounds right. Yeah. Um, so that's March 15th. And then March 28th, we're at Flood House, which is another, um, these are both like DIY spots in Logan Square. And that's with Pledge Drive for their tour kickoff. Uh, also with Clickbait. And then this other band called Noiseland. And then March 29th, the next day, we're playing at Cafe Mustache for a Midwest Action Showcase. Nice. And then Midwest Action, that's like the label that you guys are underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, they're the ones that help us put out the crash party. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, you guys are definitely going to be busy, so we'll definitely keep an eye out for you guys. Uh, is there anything uh, like people can follow you, how they can stay in touch, uh, what you guys are working on, how they can get the album in their lives or the EP? Yes. All of the above. Um, <laughs> so you can go to our band camp. So it's just our name, which is OVF. O V as in vehicle. E F as in funny. People have stopped listening. They've stopped. It's, it's ovfo.bandcamp.com. Um, and we've got like a record and our tape and our T-shirt. And you can also instead just go to the Midwest Action Store um, and they have all that stuff, too. Nice. Yeah. Or you just head to Radio1Chicago.com. You guys are right there on the front page of our site. And maybe that would be helpful as well. Yeah. I don't know. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, let's close out with another record off the EP called Elevator. What, are, what, is, what does this sound like for people going to hear? Uh, this is actually <laughs> the first song we wrote as as OVFO, this, as OVFO and we just thought it kind of complemented and fit with the other three songs. So it's um, cool. yeah, kind of fun, dancey <laughs> shout party. I don't know. <laughs> it's got a political <laughs> side to it as well. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Well, we'll keep an ear out for that. Thank you guys so much for coming in and joining us right, and hanging out you. with thanks. us. Thanks. All right, Alex, that is our time this weekend, uh, Radio 1 Chicago. we got another big show lined up next Thursday. Lester Ray is going to join us to premiere his new EP in its entirety before its full release on March 1st, so we're really excited about that. And also, Rhymster joins us as well to talk about his upcoming showcase featuring a bunch of new talent from his ever-evolved label. So we got a lot coming up at you. The Hip Hop Project is due up at the top of the hour, so stick around. More music coming at you right here on WLUW 88.7 FM.